I'm Dana Townsend, a disabled Black woman living with MS. I'm a professor, content creator, and all-around dope person. Unlearning and unpacking all the toxic junk I've picked up while living most of my life as a temp and enable a society. I'm Carlos Kareem Wyndham. They, them. I am a black and native facilitator, comedian, and musician living with MS. Join us as we explore and examine the Venn diagram of culture, politics, and more. The full range of intersectional issues facing disabled folk in a racist and ableist world. We will raise our spirits while we raise your awareness, and we all raise the temp on these temps, uh, temporarily abled people, to help them get some act right. Join us this season on Myelin and Melanin, Raising the Temp. Hi. And then I just did a facilitation. So I'm a little tired. I'm good. I'm great. Yeah, I hear you. How are you? I'm, I'm okay. I'm oh, tired. Oh, God, it's only Monday. Too. Right. Yeah. Before we go any further, what's your silver lining, Carlos? Hey, let's get into it. Uh, what is my silver lining? My silver lining is uh, being able to have frustrations of privilege. Mm. I think one of the things that I have begun to process based on understanding how many of our human rights are only legal privileges um, with a clarity that that I don't think this country has had to face in 50 years, mm-hmm. knowing that shit like, well, I'm hungry and I ain't had time to make my food yet, or uh, my sink ain't exactly the way I want it to be, and right. I can't have my fancy purifier. Uh, you know, I only have to drink kombucha and water from a bottle now. Like, that's, you know, that's pretty all right. You know, as the Buddha said, like, I am definitely suffering in comfort. And of all the ways that there are to suffer, while it might be one of the most existentially and soul wrenching, uh, it is not spirit crushing. Mm. Uh, in the ways that so many of our sisters and uh, siblings and brothers and nibblings and even our elders are experiencing now uh, across the globe. So, yeah, that's mine. What 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 is uh? <laughs> you what's know, your silver lining? I was gonna say none, but. Oh. You know, but, you know, as you were talking about yours, you know, it really made me reflect on our last episode where I was, you know, gave my whole, um, you know, dentist experience and the $100 ride and all that stuff. Yeah, please go check out episode 153. I'm telling you, give us somebody give us an Emmy. No, what did they they get for these? Webby's or something. We're not a Webby. (laughs) Right. Some sort of. Somebody give us something. <laughs> you know, as I was thinking about it, well, one, uh, I went to get do my uh, follow up, whatever. Everything's healing all good and everything. So that's good. Yeah, that that should be a silver lining. 
But similar to what you said, like even thinking as I reflect on that episode, even, you know, the whole hundred dollar ride and all that shit was ridiculous, but I was able to do it. Yes. You know, it was ridiculous. It was, it needed to be called out, but at the same time, it's offensive. It is, it is. But at the same time, I was able to do it. So, you know, as I think about all of that, you know, and then talking about my lipstick and all of that, which, you know, is, you know, it's a a first world privilege. Um, Mm -hmm. But you know what, you have to count, you know, as I think about that too, life is hard. Life is so hard. And if you can find joy, no matter where you find it, like celebrate that joy and, you know, relish in it. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess my silver lining is, um, are my, um, first world privileges. My birthday is Thursday. So this, Hey, this uh, episode will be coming out every on time Wednesday. you see this logo think about one thing okay i'll try all of your work all of my work what's happening now <laughs> this is probably going to get edited out but if it don't that was one of the funniest things i've i've ever seen happen i'm sure you thought i was interrupting you tonight dana's over there trying to get her computer to be quiet killed in this horrific act. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's yelling at you. Yeah, I hear your computer yelling at you. Is this Uh-oh. like a website that I have up? I don't know what you got. You know what? That was my computer. You know, it's so funny. So I had this site up and they this gets into what we're going to be discussing. <laughs> the horrific Oh no. shit we're dealing with. Um, All of it. I, I don't even really know what to say. It's so like, yeah, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we got interrupted by by the circumstances. Might as well just roll with the circumstances. Yeah. So the the website was up that um you had sent me, and uh, yeah, we were gonna. Well, we don't need it. So initially, you know, behind the scenes, everybody can join us and and catch up with us because I'm catching up. You're catching up because the world's a mess. This is the weekend or the week. This is the Monday. I'm sorry. uh, After uh, three mass shootings in the United States, including uh, one explicitly white supremacist terrorist uh execution and um two took place in uh grocery stores and um the last number that i heard uh and and i i don't I'm not going to Google this right now because I did right before the show and mm. I don't want to look anymore. Was uh, that uh, between the three incidents, these 55 uh, people were shot and or killed. 
And so I had, I, you know, I had thought about and, and suggested that we just, we, that we start by beginning mm-hmm. to read, uh, beginning with reading the names of the uh, victims uh, in particular in Buffalo, where the uh, white supremacist uh, assassinations took place. And that's when uh, you had uh, shared with me uh, that one of them took place in Milwaukee in your home, in your home. Uh, Yeah. Now, I'm going to separate that out from this because the shit that is going on in Milwaukee is it's not any white supremacist fueled violence. This is just violence, urban violence. Mm. It's a whole other uh, it's a whole other conversation that gets into a lot of sticky things, but 17 people were shot. So mm. it was just crazy. Thank God nobody died, but it was a thing. And the reason why I say it gets sticky and we don't have time to get into it today, but you know, they're talking about um, bringing the national guard in this summer and all kinds of- Are shit. you serious now? Yes. I mean- My yeah. goodness. Yeah. So anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, but, my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, what's going on in this city is worth a conversation at some point. But the shit that we're dealing with in Buffalo and all across this country, this white supremacist fueled, you know, I don't even know yeah. what to call it. But one thing I want to say is I've been getting so frustrated listening to you know, the politicians, you know, the press conferences and all that. Well, he wasn't from our city, you know, this, that, the other. He came for, he traveled from out of town to come to our city. This, he is your city. He is all, you know, like, it it is, like, it's mind-blowing to me how they have the nerve. And when I say they, I'm talking about white politicians, white law enforcement, whatever. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. like he's uh-huh. not a part of y'all, this, us, this country. I don't give a fuck yeah. if he wasn't from the city. He is all of that. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Really frustrating. Like, to confuse the whole issue, oh, he wasn't from our city, and... Yeah. Well, I mean, it all boils down, you know, pretty clearly and pretty directly, and I... I, I would say we it's easy to see in this instance right like another one where another little white supremacist white boy goes off and and pops off and the police take them in alive and uh while they are armed to the to the to the gills and it's the exhaustion of that story, I think, that, you know, it is the Rittenhouse story. It is the Dylan Roof story. It is the Zimmerman story. And even that cop who killed George Floyd, right? Mm-hmm. Again and again and again and again. And it's that the perpetuity and the sanction mm-hmm. of nigger hunting season such that there is no end to the season. Yep. And 
is just is just open. So the, uh, to your point, the myth of well, Dylan Roof's mama took him to go shoot them white people who were trying to who were nigger lovers. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why he shot them, right? Um, that this boy traveled is you know well you go travel to go on a hunting safari too. So what? You doing the same shit? Yes. You yes. Know? Um, and that they see us as safari as part of the larger and 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 it does speak to all of the issues, including your quest about time because you you're, you're right we do have to keep it to forty five minutes we can't do what we normally do we on we are on a clock people <laughs> uh, we got commitments we do things <laughs> that said it does tie in to for me. Uh, what is happening in Milwaukee, what is happening with the shootings across the United mm-hmm. States because the NRA is in mm-hmm. and of itself mm-hmm. a white supremacist organization mm-hmm. that has chosen to elevate and speaks to white supremacy uh, sales yeah. over the safety of the population in particular by fostering the climate and environment of white fear Mm. Mm. and white terrorism from the time of the 1960s, from the time of the Panthers forward in coordination, active coordination with Rupert Murdoch, with certain members of Congress uh, in order to ensure that as with every aspect of white supremacy, they keep a social control for the purpose of B, keeping their coffers filled, Mm. making the most money. Mm -hmm. Um, Because the impacts and the outcomes of their decisions never touch them. Mm -hmm. It's never going to touch them. There, I, I promise you that uh, Mitch McConnell does not have an armory in his home. Mm-hmm. It's not true. It's not. It doesn't. Ted Cruz does not have a gun under his pillow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. They have not even, and especially not Ted Cruz, and he never will, which is why he runs so hard. Have the power and privilege and the money of wasps and old money. Mm. McConnell does. Ted Cruz does. McConnell's close. McConnell's near the old money, near enough fit that he's good. He's set up a generation and generations and whatever, whatever. Ted Cruz is close-ish as well, but he's not there. And he's never going to be because his last name is Cruz. So they're never going to let him in, right? Yeah. But ultimately, what happened in Milwaukee you know, is not distinct or different, right? The lack of care, the lack of concern, the accessibility of weapons, uh, the lack of forethought, as though we don't know, as though cities have no clue that after sporting events, boys are going to do violent things all over the place if their team wins or if their team doesn't win and your city is going to catch hell 
and that's not part of the city budget. Let's not act like that's not part of the plan, right? So again, because basketball, because sports are the national anesthetic, are the national distraction. Mm-hmm. It is. It is very much right. The fact that there would have been black boys watching a basketball game to begin with, rather than themselves getting into cars and traveling 300 miles to where this white boy had done this disastrous, horrible deed and go find him. We don't do that. That's not our culture. Mm-hmm. And so I, 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 I see what you're saying. And yes, let's have a deeper conversation going forward about your home and both of these things are tied directly to the others of the things, which is all about this bullshit white replacement theory. Because there were no white people until 1620 and one, right? And so this idea of running out of white, delicious, soft, supple, spreadable on toast babies for adoption I, I I adopt them to put on toast. I don't put them, you know. But whether they're for, you know, all of this talk that Alito's putting forward about white adoption and we have to have a national surplus of babies. And so that's why we can't have women and because he only thinks that people who menstruate are women having rights over their bodies Meanwhile, we're also out of, as a country, baby formula, which we're going to blame on the Democrats, though it's nothing to do with that, or the fact that there it happens to be formula at the border. It actually has to do with the fact that there is a formula monopoly in the country, and there are only three companies that make formula. So when there is a supply chain issue, guess the fuck what? Mm-hmm. That's why you can't have monopolies. That's why you can't have two companies that make all the dog food. Mm-hmm. These people say they love their dogs. They love their babies. They ain't got no food for them. They ain't got no companies for them. They got no plan. And so their need to control for the preservation of the mythology of whiteness. My body, your body, our food, whether or not we get water, whether or not water is seen as a right, Nestle seems to think not. Flint seems to think not. Ask any inner city where children live. My daughter had to go to a school filled with lead pipes where they could not drink water out of the faucets for third through sixth grade. First and second grade, they were letting them drink out of those shits. So what's that? All of that. As complicated as it is for all of us to think about is tied to the same thing as the eugenicism related to all of the choices that have been taken out of the discussion for disabled folks without them even aiming at us when they decided to go ahead and try and overturn Roe v. Wade so they can have their fresh supply of babies in the baby patch. I went off. You know... Reading the article that you had sent over to me, and I'll provide a link to it in um, the show notes, but what really captured 
not captured by attention, but um, let me read this. It says, disability has been used as something of a political football in the abortion debate. For decades, fetal abnormality and disability have been a part of the abortion rights advocates argument that people need access to the procedure. Anti-abortion advocates, meanwhile, argue that disability-motivated abortion is discriminatory and devalues disabled life. But people with disabilities themselves have largely been absent from the public debate on abortion rights. Now, here's a part. Now, a new poll, now new poll results shared exclusively with the 19th shed light for the first time on how people with disabilities view the issue. Even language like that, for the first time, we're yeah. polling people with disabilities to find out what y'all think about this. Right. Just the whole, yeah. Yeah. We had a president in a wheelchair. We had a whole ass president in a wheelchair and another one who couldn't stand and faked it. For for the short ass presidency that he had before his head got busted open like a watermelon. And 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 we just be out here just pretend like disabled people just don't exist. Don't exist. Right. Just don't exist. Polio didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like people not the MS ain't everywhere. Right. And we know how it works. Get out of here. It's it's wild. It is wild. It is. And the way, the gross way that, you know, disabled people get roped into the anti-abortion discussion, you know, Mm. well, you know, talking about, you know, disability um, induced abortions, you know, people getting Mm -hmm. abortions because they find out their kid has Down syndrome, the fetus has Down syndrome, blah, 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 blah. Stop. Stop. What are we even talking about? Hmm. Stop. The the problem, I have problems with all of that, but with that, the issue I think has less to do with people aborting babies that perhaps may have a disability. It has more to do with ableism than anything. Why we, that's what we need to be having a discussion about. It's not about whether or not this child is going to have a disability is why are we, why is having a disability a difficult thing, a problematic? That's what we need to be talking about. Like the whole conversation is just. Even as, even as we have it, the gaze is frustrating, right? Because we are as a community speaking through as well as the the members of the community of disabled people in America who is being elevated, let me say it that way, are speaking through the gaze of uh, temps. They're speaking mm-hmm. through the gaze of temporarily abled people, and you know, I, what to your point, absolutely. Like we're just we're looking at this in in absolutely the wrong way. Yeah, it's it's well, what what about? You know, the ones who even the 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 disabled advocate who is advocating for abortions so that more people with spina bifida wouldn't be born or whatever it was. I was like, wait a minute, girl, hold on. You're saying that you want more people to get more abortions so that there are fewer people like us 
not that we ought to reform the healthcare system so that people with spina bifida can be healed early in it. Like, what are, what are we doing? What's happening right now? See that that's the thing, you know, it's not about the so people having disabilities. It's why it is so difficult to have a disability. We don't give a fuck about disabled people, which is why you don't want to have disabled kids. And you know, listen, I'm just going to say it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I'm sorry. I don't. (laughs) As a society, we don't give a fuck about disabled people. So if I'm going to give birth, and I'm not saying like, oh, if I found out I was having a disability. No, no, no. Keep following following what you were saying. Keep following what you were saying. But if I I found out that I was going to have a severely disabled child, and I would, and severely disabled, whatever that means to whomever. I would consider abortion. I would because not because I wouldn't follow it. Follow I would have it. a problem I having a disabled kid because there aren't. This society does not support people with disabilities. So now here I am. First of all, here I am, this disabled person. You don't even give a fuck about me. But here I'm going to have this baby that you don't give a fuck about when it is born. And I need all the services to try and give this human a good... No, I'm not and, doing it. And, and you ain't going to have no formula either. Listen, <laughs> listen, it's too hard. And... Yeah. You know? Well, and here's the... Yeah, no. And, 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 you know, from that perspective, which seems to me and sounds to me drastically different, than and and maybe i misread it hold on let me pull up this little article but um drastically different than what felt like the uh eugenicist hot take uh being offered about like well you know we don't want to bring more people who are going to suffer into the world and it's like well moreover why are they going to suffer and maybe let's spend some time not that it's every we all come at it from different angles okay I don't mean to villainize anybody or vilify anybody. And certainly in terms of a public discussion around the right to, I would say bodily autonomy, moreover. Absolutely. Right. Um, I am newer to where the discussion slides into areas of abortion because I am not in the right body Mm. to, unless I'm using my privilege unearned and undeserved, uh, to tell men to shut the fuck up. Mm. Do not believe I'm in the right body for much of that conversation. That said, the way that they did it on the heels of all of the anti-trans legislations, which, by the way, they didn't really, because what we forget, remember uh, like six months ago when they snuck passed in the, in the dead of night at midnight the first abortion ban for Texas mm-hmm. right so that was the test and then they went after trans folks now they came back around to abortion right and now the right wing talking the shit about like oh don't worry about it you can still go get an abortion there's abortions everywhere nigga where the fuck is y'all talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's because the, the party line was, well, now we're going to be uh, compassionate. 
Mm-hmm. Now we now we as the GOP must be compassionate. Well, of course you must, because first of all, they want all the babies. They want to swoop them up and adopt them. Second of all, they're scared that they're being replaced. So they got to replace all the white babies. The white ones, hey, yeah, get them the up baby. there. Get them in there. Get them in there. Right? And for somebody, while well, I still am bothered by this as, as an entrance to the conversation around advocacy because it is so closely tied to eugenicism hearing this advocate saying coming to the same conclusion for different reasons it sounded like right to which you just came right my take just being the world is not suited and it's not uh, that is also quite intentional and part of the eugenicist agenda. Yes. Yes. And another thing. Go ahead. Another reason why disabled people's voices aren't valued in this discussion is because disabled people don't have sex. So, you know, why why are we even talking about abortions, right? This ableist, gross idea, desexualization of disabled I, lo- I love the idea that a hoe like you is not out here having sex. That, to me, <laughs> is my favorite idea in the world. Get the fuck out of here. That's ridiculous talk. So okay, so here's the thing. But that, but that's, but that's, but that's their story. We don't even exist. We don't do we shit don't. normal people do. Exactly. Normal quote unquote normal people do. Y'all couldn't see my air quotes. That's why I said quote unquote. Yeah. I know that sounds horrible. Right. Go ahead. Yes. No. And side note, still on the same topic. Disabled people are invisible when it comes to reproductive health justice. Period. So, okay, Medicare, for example, Mm. does not, so Medicare does not cover birth control. Okay, Obama. It does not cover, but Medicare does not cover birth control. I don't know the statistics. I don't know the statistics on, you know, how many, because the real, how many disabled people. And furthermore, old people fuck too. So old people be fucking. Let me tell you something. I'm 51 years old and I'm planning on getting much, much older than this. I do not plan on not fucking. That's not in my plan. And now they have magic like your junk don't ever break pills. (laughs) Get out of my get out of here. So, yes. So Medicare does not cover birth control, which blew my mind. I mean, like, to me, what? that's that's as ridiculous as, as the idea. And, and again, right, a child of the 70s, grew up in the 80s, the idea of not having condoms available at the school counselor's office, just a, not good ones, not good ones. And most of the kids weren't using them. You just get them to like that. That became the status symbol, just having the condom in and of itself. Mm-hmm. All of that said, they were available. Mm-hmm. They, do you know what else was available that is not going to be available with all these new babies that they're making with, have all okay wait back to your point first <laughs> sorry 
uh, because I started thinking about that. I, 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 I was in a childcare class wherein I, as a student, spent two periods caring for the children of other students who were in class during those two periods. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is the kind of environment that even in the post-fascistic world of Reagan and entering the world of Bush was available that is no longer available given this bullshit, given this new uh, theocratic fascism that is Christian theocracy that is happening in the United States, right? Because again, what dude said, Alito said in his writing, being the main author of the decision, And what judges have said in Texas, in Florida, in all of the places where Tennessee, where they are trying to tighten and strengthen this up, is that it is literally based on their personal beliefs, these men. Literally based on their personal beliefs, which are, and some of them have said it out loud, based on their religion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which means that you are fucking up because separation of church and state says you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, says now we haven't actually practiced separation church to say for a long time, which goes back to the whole idea of eugenics mm-hmm. and there being a prototypical and uh, therefore acceptable because made in God's image. <laughs> yes. Person in Adam and or Eve who, though it has never been explicitly said that I've ever heard of, I'm guessing are uh, visioned as temporarily abled people. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen them painted as white, which is just insanity. <laughs> right. They're just ridiculous. Uh, you know, unless there's some like post Neanderthal kind of like <laughs> big browed, you know, um, hairy assed, you know, uh, uh, hobbit footed monsters. I don't know. But all of the mythologies that feed into what you're saying that then that then lead to, well, why would we need to concern ourselves with uterine birth control for people who use chairs? Why would that be my concern? Right. What do you mean? Because if you, if you say that use chairs, what do you mean? Like sit down in a chair? I use a chair. Equal yeah. rights. Yeah. So you know they do. I mean, so the bottom line of all of this really is that ableism is what we need to be talking about, period. Oh, all the time. That is all the time. You can't, period. Race and ableism, don't ever let it go. Never, never. Because again, one of the main reasons I will argue to the end that we don't talk about disabled people in the abortion rights narrative is because we're invisible we are not sexual people, so we don't we don't have an opinion. It doesn't inf- affect us at all. At all, right? As though we aren't the ones who who are based on the actions of the Panthers in the seventies led to the ADA even being existing, and including mm-hmm. the fact that one of them led and helped organize them white folks into being able to take that that capital crawl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's 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 again history is not forgotten history is buried and it is buried by the people who want to put forward a mythology 
I was with a client earlier today who said this thing about like, we were talking about, well, what now that we've done all these trainings, we've been doing them since January, whatever, right? It's May now. Uh, what do you need? What do y'all need to do to be able to move and continue this momentum forward, right? And the feedback was, we need for white people to accept reality. Mm. I mean, we just living in a different world now. That I mean, forget the fact that they don't see us as disabled. Forget that they don't see themselves as disabled. Mm-hmm. Walking around with their glasses, taking all kind of pills for their heart, doing everything. Got a replaced knee from from playing football, mm-hmm. but they but they not disabled. Okay, right, right. Uh, they they they. They not even dealing with the reality that reality is reality, mm-hmm. and we've again, as disabled, force that. We as people of color force that, and the impacts that this is going to have on every womb bearing person on the planet and in the United States is going to affect all of these motherfuckers, and they're about to find out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate the motherfucker was the thing I just said right after I said womb bearing person. <laughs> I hate this language. I hate this language. This is just uh, bottom line of all the, it. This is just a mess. It's a hard moment. It's very hard. It's so hard. It's hard to even like put any of this into context with all of the shit that's going on. <laughs> yeah. But it comes back to the other thing that we said earlier, right? And I think that this is very, very important. I really do. Is that follow the power, follow the money. Follow the power, follow the money. It is the same thing it has been since 1617. This is about colonists trying to determine the outcomes and the body autonomy of every single person who is not them from the first time they told Irish people y'all are now white. That's just it. That's the bottom line. It's the same thing. And they're doing it with guns and they're doing it with restricting uh, our rights to make our decisions. And um, it's a short episode. So I will simply say we uh, cannot stop. That is why we cannot stop fighting. Nope. That is why we cannot stop fighting and we have to keep building the community. And wherever you sit near privilege, you have to access it for the, for the purpose of fighting for those who do not. What were you going to say? You've got to raise the temp. Period. You know, that's what we got to do, too. Because, because the lives of disabled people are inextricably linked to all of this. So we got to raise the temp, oh. temp, keep fighting. Just Oh, turn it up. Get louder, y'all. Get louder. Thanks for tuning in to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. You can find us online at myelinandmelanin.com as well as Instagram and Twitter at myelinmelanin. If you want to connect with Dana, me, directly, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at retrosoul underscore underscore. And well, hey, I'm on the Instagram too. Uh, And if you want to connect with me, uh, go ahead and reach out. I'm at El Caballo Negrito. Uh, Caballo is C-A-B-A-A-O for the monolingual. Uh, and that would be important if you want to find me on Twitter, which is just El Caballo Negro. 
uh, you can find me there. Uh, hey, catch up with us next time. We're going to keep raising the temp. <laughs>